1: Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. We're back this week with part two of the interview with Turim from the Open Doors Trauma Counseling Centre in Nigeria. We're talking about sexual violence and the resulting trauma for persecuted Christians, particularly women. You should know that this episode will contain discussions of sexual violence, and so if that is triggering for you, please feel free to skip this episode. But... We hope it's informative for you and that you're inspired to pray for our brothers and sisters who deal with this on a daily basis.
0: We would love if you could take a few minutes and just share a couple of stories of women uh, that you have worked with. I understand, uh, totally understanding that you need to respect their an- anonymity and privacy, but just kind of tell us about the type of situations that they're facing and the trauma that they've faced uh, so that we can get a, a better understanding uh, of what uh, women are in, in this region of the world are facing.
2: Okay, um, I just want to talk about a family. Um, last year, they were, the whole family was kidnapped with the exception of the father because the father was not in the house that day. So this family went into the forest, and they were there for three weeks. And, and um, on the day they were released, two of the girls, uh, two from the same family were raped, and one of them was raped twice by different men on the same occasion and in front of everyone that was kidnapped. So we had the opportunity to bring them to the center last year, um, December, and it was heartbroken to see you know, they've kept themselves, they've, they've not lived a rough life, and now only for them to be defiled by by some some headsmen, some kidnappers. It was really difficult to hear their stories and how they felt afterwards. They felt dirty, they felt defiled, they felt a demon was living in them and so on. But with the intervention, we gave them the trauma intervention, they were able to talk about how they felt. They were able to pour out their hearts and somehow how disappointed they felt in God. At the end, they were able to well if this is what God allowed in my life, they were able to bring themselves to us, what has happened to them and to allow God to heal them. So we are still working with them. We also brought them back in the, in the month of February. They seem to be getting um, help. They seem to be getting support from their family and integrating in their... in the, So we still intend to work with them for for, more, um, for a little longer. To see how they will receive healing and then continue to trust God for their lives. So this is just an example of just two two ladies, and there are so 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 many.
0: Hmm. That's uh. That's hard to hear about. Um. And so you know, my my heart breaks. Uh. You know, I'm a I'm a father of three daughters and uh t- to think about what is happening to uh w- women and girls um is just it's difficult to hear and so i i thank you for sharing and i, I thank you for the work that you do um you know I, w- I would love to just for you to share a bit how can the church in canada support and pray for for you and for these women
2: okay uh, we have um the I, we really need um prayer support um for healing for healing to actually take place in their hearts each time we we work with them it is god that does the healing we are just tools that he uses so we pray that um that god will bring healing as we talk with them, as we restore their lives and restore hope in in God, restore their faith in God and their love for God. We also pray for their families, their communities, and the church to support them, accept them into the church, accept them into the family. Some families actually refuse to accept these people back into the family. Even when they accept them, there's so much stigmatization, there's so much... uh, you know segregation against them against this woman so um, we pray that the families will accept them as they are and put themselves in their shoes that it could have been me and um help the, the 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 congregation to accept them back into fellowship we also pray that for our country there's so much there's so much tension right now but there is nothing god cannot do so we pray for god's intervention And for peace in our country, let there be calm. And sometimes we look at these persecutors and it's easy to hate them. It's easy to feel so much bitterness towards them and unforgiveness. But we pray um, that God will touch their hearts, that God will visit them just like he did to Saul. And turn him into a great um, apostle. That -hmm. God can turn these terrorists into evangelists. Into pastors and missionaries that will go on to preach to their people for repentance. God can do it, so it's one of our one of my prayer points that God will actually um, touch these people's lives. So also pray for God's abiding presence. He's always there. His abiding presence is there with us every time. But sometimes when you are faced with so much. Um, suffering and pain it is easy to lo- lose sight of who he is and what he is to us so we pray that God um, will bring will help us to always sense his presence in our lives as staff and as volunteers as caregivers to give us the courage, the faith commitment to continue to love and to care for the persecuted church and we also pray for the, vo- the staff and the volunteers that God open doors for them that they will be able to develop themselves. So when I talk about uh, development, that will be able to uh, be professional mental mental health um, workers or social workers and um, get more training on psychology to be able to be to handle the work professionally and to um, lead them into therapies that will bring um, more deeper healing. And So we we also pray for more open doors. The the work it's so it's so much. Right now we have over 150 um, young girls and women that have been sexually violated, and we want to have trauma healing for them. So with um, with resources, we need so much resources that we'll be able to bring these women and young le- and young ladies together where we can work with them and trust God to. Bring healings to them. So we actually need financial support, and we also pray that for the families, the staff, the family, the staff and their families, and the volunteers that they will also be comfortable, so they can concentrate on developing themselves and also caring for the for the women and for other persecuted um, Christians. So I think. Um, This is what I have, that the church will also help us. Sometimes when we care for them, we are at risk of having a secondary trauma or vicarious trauma. So let's also pray that God will help us as we face these challenges day by day, that we'll also care for ourselves and God will also keep healing us. Thank you very much. I trust that the church will continue to pray for us and that we'll have... um, a good working relationship, and to establish the kingdom of God.
0: Hmm. Wow, that's a that's an awesome list of ways that we can be praying, and uh, and that's great because uh, we have so many people in Canada who who want to be praying for our persecuted family, and so uh, could I pray with you right now, Tim? Sure. Thank you very much. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you. Uh, This morning, God, and we just. God, we lift up to you these these women and these young girls uh, who have faced such incredible trauma uh, through sexual violence, through abduction, through so much uh, that is happening in, in to them and in their communities, Father God. And so we just pray today, God, that you would bring supernatural healing. God, we're, we're so thankful for the trauma care that is happening, and and the work that it does, and how it helps. But God, we know that you are the healer, and you are the one who can bring about the healing and the trauma, the healing of this trauma, God. And so we just ask that you would uh, heal uh, these these young girls, these women who have faced such incredible trauma, God. We think of uh, the families, the churches, the communities that that these women are from, God, and we know that. Uh, having, uh, having an experience like this, experiencing this kind of trauma can lead to stigmatization and it can lead to them being uh, treated differently, God. But I pray that the church, that the, the families, the communities would, would not see these victims as, as if they've done anything wrong because they haven't. But God, that they would see that this is a person in need of love and care and support. God, and I pray that the church would rise up and, and be a family to each and every individual facing trauma, God, that they would know that they're not alone. They are no, They would know that uh, they have a church in their own community that cares about them, but they would also know that they have a church around the world who cares about them and, and is praying for them, God. We think of, of the country of Nigeria and, and all, the, all the violence that is going on, Father God. There's been so many... Uh, mass kidnappings even this year father god and and there's so much violence happening and even throughout the pandemic violence has been increasing and so god we ask that you would protect your church today you are the the protector of your church god and so we ask that you would protect it we ask that you protect each and every one of my brothers and sisters in nigeria father god bring your your protection there god if, if these uh, persecutors can say, oh, your God doesn't care about you because he's not protecting you. God, I pray that you would prove them wrong. Yes, Father. Father God, I pray right now, I, I pray for these persecutors. God, I I love how Terim said, just like Saul. God, I, I pray that just like Saul, they would... Uh, that they would come to know Jesus, that they would have a Damascus Road experience where their eyes are opened, that they see Jesus Christ, and that their lives are changed, and they go from being terrorists to evangelists to missionaries to pastors. God, that they would be come a part of the body of Christ. God, that they would know, they would they would repent and know your forgiveness. God, I pray that you would work in their hearts and in their lives. God, I pray for for Tiram and and for all the staff and volunteers working in the Trauma Care Center, God, I just pray, God, that you would protect their hearts, that you would protect their minds and their spirits. God, God, we pray that there would be no secondary trauma. God, we pray that they would have opportunities themselves to just share and speak out uh, uh, what they've heard and, and process it, Father God, that they would be able to deal with with the the trauma that they might face from hearing about the trauma, God and and God, we pray you would strengthen them today. We pray you would encourage them today, God. I, I pray that you would help them to find the right professional development and training so that they can continue to grow in their uh, abilities to and, and bring even better trauma care, Father God. As Tarem said, God, we know that you are the the healer. You are the one who who does the work that that. They're just the tools, but God, I pray that they would be the best tools that they can be. Amen. Father God, we think of the, you know, 150 girls and women who, who right now need this trauma care and and the need for more support, more workers, more everything. God, we just ask God that you would provide yes. that you would provide every uh, one of these girls with the trauma care that they need. Father God, your word says that you provide uh, everything we need, according to your glorious riches, in Christ Jesus, God. Nothing is too difficult for you, God. And so we ask that you would provide the the, the care and the counseling and the love and support that these 150 girls and women need. Yes, God, yes. we thank you so much for uh, the opportunity that we have to lift up Tiram and lift up these these women and girls, God. And we ask that you would continually uh, make yourself known may your presence and your spirits be so evident in the lives of each and every uh care worker in the trauma center in jesus name i pray amen
2: amen
0: amen thank, thank you, so, you much. so much uh thank you so much Shar for joining us today uh, it really was a pleasure uh and and just hearing and and know that there are Canadians who will will take Uh, what they've heard today. And we'll be praying for you and praying for these women and girls on a regular basis. And so God bless you. And uh, thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much. God bless you too.
1: Well, thank you for choosing to join us this week for the World Watch Weekly podcast. As always, you can learn more about your persecuted family and about the work that Open Doors does at www.opendoorsca.org. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Open Doors Canada. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, why not subscribe so that you can be notified every week for the new episodes? Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved, and then click
0: Prayer.